going on, guys, and welcome back to the Bread and Sauce Britain Sports Podcast. Uh, round 9 review, round 10 preview, magic round preview. I'm flying solo today. Um, Kane has joined me in Car Trouble uh, Gang, and Will is our magic round correspondent up there in the sunshine, in quotation marks, sunshine state. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure we'll hear about magic round and all the excitement when the stonk returns. Um, so a quick, a quick run through what we saw over the weekend, the Broncos, the mighty Broncos win by 20 over Souths. Um, Souths better in almost every statistic category you can find, but it was Brisbane's execution. Adam Reynolds put on an absolute show. Um, Selwyn Cobbo seems to be, you know, um, just getting better and better each week. South's a bit of trouble for them now. Um, you know, it's it is it is what it is. South's um, are feeling the burn of not having Wayne Bennett and um, Adam Reynolds, and that's something that I said prior to the season start that would happen. That um, you know, Souths were going to struggle without those guys, and it's showing. Um, we'll move on. Friday, uh, Raiders and the Dogs. The Raiders get up 14-4. to Raiders were expected to win, but probably not the performance they wanted to put on. Um, you know, be better. Be better, Raiders. We expect better. Ricky having a tough time, obviously, without White now. Jamal Fogarty still hasn't yet played a game, but you know they they have they have the squad depth to to be a top eight team this year. Um, their squad is still pretty similar from when they made the grand final. Um, but yeah, but in saying that, the Dogs, you know, they were the Bulldogs. Some people it, they were real real hit and miss. You, people weren't sure this year. Were the dogs gonna, you know, steam into the top eight? Were they still gonna be cellar dwellers? We weren't too sure. Um, they've played some good footy over the past few weeks, and I think, I think that the Bulldogs will will get better as the weeks go on. I don't think that game really tells an awful lot for either club. Uh, the main event served just how we like it. Penrith finally. Losing at Blue Bet Stadium, they go down 22 to 20 to the Eels. Um, we got to watch this game. It was it was a seesaw affair, but you sort of just you could see that Penrith they, they Kane said the other week, you know, they've plateaued or they're about to, and that might be one of the hottest takes yet, but also not so hot. It, you know, you have to expect sooner or later. It's not like they've just lost a a grand final against, you know, um, a team that's just cracked onto the scene. Like, Parramatta have been a good team for a few years now. We've seen them, you know, they, they always step up in these big games. Uh, and they just, they showed that they, they, Parramatta know this year is a big year for them. This year is a real make or break year um, with a lot of, you know, superstars coming off contract or already signed elsewhere for, for next season. So I feel like Brad Arthur knows that this is 
their one big chance and winning games like they did against Melbourne, now against Penrith, they they need to do that. They need to win these big games against um, the top sides and, and try and catch them on an off year. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Parramatta um, completing what seemed impossible. We'll move on. Four Pines Park, Manly. Scoreline doesn't really reflect the the story of the game. Although, I, I mean, I guess it does. Well, it's exactly what happened. That's why the score is what it is. But Manly came out firing and then took the foot off the pedal. Heard Kieran Foran this week say, you know, a lot of those top teams at the moment, your, you know, your Cowboys, your Storm, your Penrith, they they don't know what mercy is, and Manly need to learn that, you know, to to stop showing mercy against these bottom sides and to really stamp the authority on their on this competition. Um, it does seem like they're doing more than just giving the ball to Turbo. Obviously, last year. Turbo, a, a huge, huge week, a huge, huge year, rather, for Turbo. Um, coming off that injury, he's he's not back to his best, but just him being on the field, it, it seems like it's allowing so much more room and opportunity for those around him, um, which he did at his very best last year. You know, Garrick and Saab, not you know, top echelon wingers in this competition by any stretch, but able to give them nearly 30 tries apiece last year, uh, a lot of which off the back of Turbo. So Manly, get the win. The Tigers, it's not all doom and gloom at the moment. They're showing that they can score points. They can stay in games. They've won a couple upsets so far um, this year. So, yeah, we'll move on. The Roosters made an absolute meal of the Titans. 44-16. Now... It was it was one side in particular. The Titans' left-hand defense was abysmal. Um, you know, obviously no for feeder. They they were playing musical halves. It just it's not working for the Titans at the moment. And the Roosters, a team that really needed a win like that, they get they get that confidence boost that they need. Um. And, you know, they're about to lose some players to Origin, so you imagine that. Well, actually, they might just lose the one. Lindsay Collins might play. No, well, Collins, Crichton, Teddy. So they'll lose They'll lose a few big names, and they can't really afford to lose a lot of big names at the moment. Um, but the Roosters showing good form. They get the job done there. Cowboys, Knights. Um, the Cowboys, they just they keep on turning up. Um, and I want to say about the Cowboys, a lot of people last year had this you know, Chad Townsend and, and Tom Dearden coming to the club. It's really weird. It doesn't make sense. And I was one of those people. In fact, the, anyone out there that says they were expecting this from the Cowboys is lying. You know, I, I thought they would be right down the bottom this year. No disrespect to anyone in the side. I just, I wasn't expecting this. Um, the Knights, look, it is... Troubling times at Newcastle. I think the whole Ponga story has just taken it out of Newcastle. I think they just... Uh, it's its just really messy. It's really all over the place. They have the squad. They have the, the capability to do something. 
Um, you know, the Saifides, Clemmer, Frizzell. That's a, that's a solid forward pack. Uh, I know that, you know, they'll get Dane Gagai back. Hopefully Ponga can string some games together, but then he's going to go for Origin. It's, it's, it's just getting messy there. It's getting messy at Newcastle. Sunday, Melbourne put an absolute tally on the, uh, on the Dragons. I, you know, Melbourne are just showing you that it doesn't matter who they have. Bellamy gets the best out of them. Xavier Coates, Remus Smith, Nick Meany, even Pappenhausen. These were guys that were unwanted from other clubs. Or those players, mainly Coates. Coates is sort of the only one you can say this about. But wants to go to a club like Melbourne that gets the best out of them. Uh, and it's just showing that the, the big three, you know, they're done. There's no more, no more Billy, no more Cooper, no more Cam, but they just keep on rolling. Um, St. George, obviously, look, it's Amy Park, Melbourne. It, what, what, what else do you expect? Um, last game of the round, Sharks, Warriors, an amazing performance by Cronulla. Obviously, Will Kennedy gets sent off very early on. Um, and they go on to win this game. The Warriors apparently not even one line break in the second half. And at some point during the second half, the Sharks were down to 11 players when Jesse Ramey got Symbian. So I really, the Warriors, and now they've just let Cody Nicarima go. And I know he wasn't really playing either, but the Warriors, it's just, it's going from bad to worse. The saving, the saving grace is that Reese Walsh, has said he will go to New Zealand next year. But, yeah, I the Sean Johnson thing, they brought a lot of halves into this into this side over the past couple of years. And we're just seeing how important a spine is in this competition. The Sharks lost Will Kennedy, but Moylan, Hines, um, Braley, they all seem to have connected together. and. Trindle's going to come in, and that they are just—they're they're a well-oiled machine. Um, and Dale Fanuk and I heard him speak this week, saying that he was surprised at how quickly the team gelled. They—we know what Sharks' potential is. They've got Fitzgibbon, you know, was on the Roosters' coaching staff. Now, um, with the Sharks, Fanuk and Hines coming from Melbourne, it's a great recipe for success. But how quickly it's coming is is kind of shocking, I think. Um, but it, yeah, it just goes to show. In a game like that, the spine instrumental um, to winning a game, especially when the odds are stacked against you. Uh, we'll do a quick tips update after round nine. So both Wilfred and I raised the bat. Myself on 106, uh, Will on 109, and Kane on 95. Now. Magic round rules. Um, it was it was a bit hard coming up with these, and even harder trying to explain them to the boys. But we got there in the end. So Queensland teams games will be worth double points. Broncos match tonight. Cowboys, Titans, all three of those games double points, regardless of what you score. Yes or no for each game? Will a will a Queenslander score a try in a game? Uh, so yes or no, that'll get you a bonus point. 
And all three-point games, so any game where you pick everything right, will be worth double, not including the bonus point. So, yeah, big week to either shoot ahead, catch up. Anyway, on with the tips. Dogs v Knights, that one is tonight. Obviously, I don't need to tell you all where that's being played. Suncorp Stadium. Um, I've gone the Dogs 1-12 to with Addo Carr, and I do not believe a Queenslander will score in this one. Kane's gone Knights 1-12 to with Ponga to score, so therefore, I think you can figure it out. He thinks Queenslander is going to score, yes. Uh, will is going with All Reliable. Dogs 1-12 to with Birdo to score. This... This game could be a really boring game. I mean, one of the most boring... There will be soccer games played around the world with higher scores than this game tonight. Um, But then we get the main event, Brisbane versus Manly. Obviously, we are running hot right now in Brisbane, but Manly, um, they get Turbo back. No Josh Schuster this week, but Ola to a huge in. Gamble is going to have his hands full trying to juggle... Uh, Olakawatu. I am going to be faithful. One to twelve Bronx with Cherry Evans to score. Uh, that's a, that's a that's an old stonk bet. Um, picking a team to win, but player from the other team to score. So yes, I do think Queenslander is going to score. Um, Kane's gone manly one to twelve with Turbo to score, but he's also gone yes that a Queenslander will score. Uh, and the stonk has gone Brisbane 13 plus. I hope I'm reading that right. Brisbane 13 plus with Katoni Stags to score, and yes, as well, a Queenslander will score. Um, move on, Warriors Souths. Obviously, we saw the Warriors struggle last week. Souths, a real golden opportunity uh, for a struggling South Sydney side. Now, I, I think I said at the start of the year, we did a podcast where we spoke about uh, fall-off, bounce-back, and breakout players. And I did say my fall-off player, one of which was Cody Walker. Um, Now on his own, without Reynolds, without Gagai, Wayne Bennett's not the coach anymore, Latrell Mitchell has been missing. I didn't expect that. None of us did. But he's on an island, and it's showing. It's showing that... It wasn't so much me saying that Cody Walker himself was going to fall off, but Souths as a whole and Walker, you know, because of it. It's just they don't have that that firepower that they've had over the past couple of years. And, yeah, Cody on an island at the moment. Um, but anyway, I've gone Souths 1-12. to I think they do bounce back. I think the Warriors... If they can't get the job done against 12, I don't think they'll get it done against 13. Um, so I've gone, yeah, Souths 1-12 to with Graham to score. And yes, I believe Queenslander will score. There's, you know, you've got a Reese Walsh in there. Um, you've got, I think, Aaron Penne qualifies as a Queenslander. I'm not sure. But then at Souths, you obviously have Jai Arrow as well. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed that one gets up. Um, Kane's gone Souths 13 plus with Walker to score, and no, no, there will not be a Queenslander that scores. Um, Will's gone pretty much the same as me. Souths 1 to 12 with Graham to score, but he says no, a Queenslander won't score. Um, we'll move on. Titans, Dragons. Look, I do believe that 
The Dragons' strong attacking side is their right-hand side. And the Titans last week against the Roosters, their left-hand side defense was abysmal. Do I think AJ Brimson is a slightly bit better defender than Will Smith? Maybe. Maybe just. Is it going to fix a whole lot of issues? Probably not. Probably not. So I think the Dragons win. I think they win big. And I think Ben Hunt gets a glorious try back on home soil. Um, so I've gone Dragons 13+, plus Benny Hunt to score. And yes, obviously Ben Hunt being a Queenslander, yes, I do believe a Queenslander will score. Uh, Kane's gone Titans 1-12 to with Brian Kelly to score. And yes, a Queenslander will score. And the Stonk has gone Dragons 1-12 to with uh, Zach Lomax to score. And yes, a Queenslander will score. Like I said, I think that right-hand side attack of the Dragons is very strong. And that left-hand side defense of the, the Titans is very weak. So I think Stonk might be onto something there. We move on. The main event, the reason we are all going to be on our bums on Saturday night. Storm versus Penrith. Um, this one, a lot of storylines. They meet twice this year, these two sides. They meet twice. Obviously, Penrith coming off that loss, a uh, narrow loss to Para. Storm flying hot, but without Ryan Pappenhausen for this one. Now, I heard Cam Smith say this week that he thinks this is an opportunity for Melbourne to really ambush Penrith. And I've been tossing and turning which way will I go all week with these two sides. I agree, though. With the GOAT, Cam Smith, Melbourne win, they win big, and a Queenslander... Um, you know, a beneficiary of it. I think Xavier Coates crosses, so yes, a Queenslander will score, and Melbourne will win 13+. plus. Uh, Kane's gone 13-plus Storm with Hughes to score. I'm going to leave out the profanity that he said, but I'm sure if you've seen the news, you know what he was getting at with, yes, a Queenslander will score. And the Stonk has gone faithful Penrith 1-12, to Frightened to score, and yes, a Queenslander will score. Now, how many Queenslanders will be playing in this one? Munster, Coates, and Kafusi. Is there any on Penrith's side? I don't believe so. So Stonk's ticking yes for the Panthers 1-12, to but he's ticking yes for a Queenslander to score. So I wonder... Wonder how he came to that conclusion. But um, anyway, yeah, that will be the match of the round that will have every eye, hopefully, across the, the east of our nation watching. Um, and it should be a good one. Sharks Raiders. Look, the Sharks, obviously, Will Kennedy is out. Um, so Nico Hines goes to fullback. Braden Trindle comes into the side. I think the Sharks win. I think the Raiders put up a fight. I'm going to go Sharks 1-12 to with Mulatalo to score and no, there will not be a Queenslander scoring. Um, and for anyone wondering, yes, it's been cleared up. Mulatalo does not qualify as a Queenslander. So I don't even know if there is another Queenslander in that entire game playing. Um, Kane's gone the Raiders 1-12 to with Rappiner. No Queenslander to score. Oh, Papali's a Queenslander, but... 
yeah, the Sharks handled their own pretty well with the big boys. In saying that, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Paps got over and had Suncorp. But, um, yeah, Kane's, Kane's going. The Raiders 1-12. to Wraps the score. No Queenslander. And the Stonk Sharks 13-plus with Connor Tracy to grab another one. And no Queenslander to score. We'll move on. Roosters v. the Eels. Now, the Roosters... Obviously coming off probably their best performance of the year, but it was also probably Titans' worst performance of the year. So not the greatest measuring stick. Parramatta, though, um, what a game they played last week against Penrith. Like I said, I think Parramatta might be the hungriest team in the comp this year. Um, You know, they've always been a, a Tier 2 fringing on Tier 1 team. And I think they're really trying to stomp their authority on the on the competition this year. Obviously, they'll be they'll be hit not too hard, hopefully, for Origin. Junior Polo will go to Origin. Um, Madison maybe and RCG maybe, but most likely it's no more than three. At, at the very least, it'll be one, but no more than three. And so the Eels, they're they you know they could be in for a really good run. Um, I've gone big, Eels big, 13-plus, um, with the ladder, Sean Lane to, to fall over the try line. No, Queenslander will not score in this one. All of us have said no. Um, Kane's gone Eels 13-plus with Simonson, to, or Bailey Simonson, Simonson to score. No, Queenslander. And the Stonk has said Eels 1-12, to Gutho, no Queenslander try. Now, before we leave the Roosters and Eels, I do want to say... I think everyone was really high on the Roosters before the year started. And the Roosters, they have been playing not bad, but not what we expected. It's almost like how the Sharks have gelled together so quickly. We expected that from Kiri and Walker. Now, Pilates has come out this week and said, you know... Don't know where the Munster news came from. We're not moving off Luke Keary. These two are our future. And I think it's a good thing that Politis came out and said that. Obviously, Munster would be a huge scout for for the Roosters. But being realistic and being loyal for once from the Roosters in, you know, putting their faith in these two, two guys. Luke Keary has won, what, three competitions now in the past 10 years. Um, Sam Walker, one of the best young kids coming up through the ranks at the moment. You don't need to go big head hunting for a guy like Munster. Um, so yeah, I think the Roosters maybe need to spend a little more money on their forwards. You know, Jared probably shouldn't be playing as many minutes as he's playing these days. Um, but yeah, the Roosters not what we expected from them so far this year. Last game of uh magic round now we imagine the field by this point is going to be just one big mud pit really um the cowboys look they're in flying form the tigers the tigers are showing a bit of life um but none of us believe that the tigers will get home in this one i i've gone the most modest i've said cowboys 1 to 12 with Carl felter score and yes a queenslander will score uh, Kane and Stonk have both gone big on the Cowboys, 13 plus each. Kane with drink water and the Stonk with Tua Lungi. Both the Yasser Queenslander will score. Um, 
I don't know. I think the Tigers, they they have a bit of fight in them. You know, if we look at the score from the Newcastle and Cowboys game, yeah, the Cowboys won by 20, right? Now, the Tigers lost by 14 to Manly. I believe that the Tigers maybe, maybe, just maybe, do a little bit better than the Knights, you know? 20 points, I'm asking for eight less than that. I think it's possible. I think it's doable. Um, but that's going to do us. That is our our wrap for the week. Um, next week, we will be drafting our origin teams, letting you guys know who we think should be in the New South Wales and Queensland sides, as well as we're going to start doing team of the week. Um, we had them this week but obviously couldn't find the time to record with the boys. So I'm going to leave it for next week. We will start doing our team of the weeks. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy and peace.